I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, I was reading uh, Car and Driver magazine the other day. And, uh, How many of those do you have? Uh, just one. Okay. Uh, well, I got it because I was I was uh, at the magazine store, and I saw on the front one uh, weird old tip for uh, dramatically improving the performance of your vehicle, and uh, I read about it. And is it sugar in the gas tank? No. It, it uh, turns out that what you do is you apply about a pint of tomka soup to the floorboard. Really? Yep. So to, I did that to give it character. Yeah. No. Wait. What? Really, what happened is I to spilled some, anecdotes. I spilled some soup in my floorboard. Okay, it was really gross. I don't know why huh. I couldn't keep a straight face during I don't that know. story. You're still having trouble. Yeah, I really am. Um, so, if your car uh, has like a lot of horsepower, aren't you supposed to put sugar in the gas tank so that to feed the horses? Well, you, I mean, because it's healthier really like if you that. put apples in the gas tank. Oh, okay. Yeah, but occasionally, I mean, a, a sugar cube is a sometimes uh-huh. a sometimes additive. Uh, so do, does that mean that if you have a horse, in order to make it stop, you put a, a potato up? It's <laughs> you put a potato up its butt. Okay, no, I can't. Shit, Roy, we're so I don't know what happened. We're really bad at this all of a sudden. Uh, uh, yeah, so I spilled. Uh, I, I so I went to I went to the 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 uh, Thai restaurant with my with my lovely girlfriend and we ate some Thai food mm-hmm. and uh, you can only order way the fuck too much soup there right really? you either can you get like a kid's you can get like a thimbleful of soup or you can get like enough soup for a man but then also enough soup for like four other men it's enough for a man <clears throat> but good enough for a lady yeah no that's... so anyway they bring it and they bring it in the most inconvenient possible vessel. The least convenient a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess you're right. It, it, it could have been worse. Okay. Uh, what no, what do they use? So it comes like a in like, bag. like a like a like a bunt cake pan turned upside down. Sort of is uh, what what like a, a mountain? <laughs> yeah. No. Wait. Oh, what's you mean a, what's like, a bunt cake? Uh, like a jello it's like mold. a ring. Yeah. Right. So so it, the the soup is served in like a ring, like in a little like it's like a volcano with a shelf. Um, okay, and they put the soup in there, what and then put it in the sometimes, middle. sometimes like a little can of Sterno that's on fire or whatever. The idea, but what is, is that it heating up if that's where the hole is? It's heating the soup. It's it. It's like a teepee with a bunt cake pan on top of the teepee uh-huh. and a fire inside the teepee. Do they also provide? Only you it's with... a different. It's a different kind of Indians. <laughs> Do they give you a little boat that you can? Um, blow around the soup. Oh yeah, it's good. You pick one, you pick it up, and then you look at the number on the bottom of the boat, and that determines which uh, which piece of chicken you have to eat. Okay, there's a number. Uh, there's there's a lot of inedible stuff in that soup. There's there's like like bamboo shoots. Yeah, slices and... like slices of wood basically uh-huh. from the bamboo, and, and then bay leaves. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's probably ginger. Anyway, the soup is delicious, but it's really hard to get out of the stupid thing because mm-hmm. it's like you... so. That's why you pour it out onto the floor. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take this out to my car and just dump it into the floorboard. That's so what true. happened is we ate as much of the food as we wanted, right? But there was still like a bunch of soup left, so I got a to-go container for the soup because that heats up pretty well. But you never eat to-go stuff. Why I do sometimes do. Okay. Uh, well, really? my my girlfriend does. Oh, so okay. so, it, you know, so that she can eat it. Sure. I, you know, she she needs she needs sustenance too. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not all about me, Roy. Mm-hmm. So I, we had the I got some leftover containers and 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 uh, she put them in the floorboard and was like holding them in place with her feet. But then I had to take her back to her car because we had gone there from from work. And uh, she was like, "Be careful with the leftovers." I was like, "Okay, honey, I will." And I was. And I at the first time I stopped, I was like, "Ah, man, I should put that soup in that bag." So I put the soup inside the bag with the other leftovers, thinking that that would make it Hold more it. stable. Yeah. But yeah. then the first time I went around a corner, it just tipped over and dumped like a pint of soup. Just wow. right into myself. I had to use my little. It doesn't have milk in it. I had to use my little portable carpet shampooer thing, and s- suck all the soup out of the floorboards carpet. And you did that right there at the intersection. Yes, I, I had to. I had to run an extension cord from somebody's RV that was idling mm-hmm. in the left turn lane. It was a real hassle. Hey, do you feel um, that you'll get an RV when you're older? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I, I yeah. And I don't sell all your stuff and get a bunch of guns. <laughs> probably yeah. That's I mean I'm probably gonna do that anyway. Okay. I I wonder sometimes what I'm gonna do uh, when I get older. 
Part of me, part of me never wants to own a house again, ever. Mm -hmm. Like a big part of me, honestly. So just sell all your houses when you can. Yes. And just never buy a house again. Just, just maybe move somewhere like move to San Francisco and just rent an apartment for the rest of my life. That'd be fine. Yeah. We'll do that. Live in a hotel. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could like, like, uh, like Royal have someone clean, clean your room every day. Oh, that'd be pretty great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, man, I'm tired of owning a house. I, there's all those holes in the ceiling that the guy who fixed the leaky pipes fixed. You mm-hmm. haven't even been to the office. I wasn't no. kidding when I said that your desk was underwater. Okay. Like it was, what, what there was literally a lot of water over in your area there. Really? Yeah. So the it's water, a good thing the, the computers weren't there. The water heater burst and uh, soaked through the wall and the, oh. that whole corner of the office. So there, did it the, ruin anything? I don't think so. My precious drawings? I don't think that it did any damage to any of your stuff. So, so okay. you're lucky. You're lucky you're on paternity leave or it would have fucked up your shoes. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, there's right I'm now. not really on paternity leave. Right now, instead of you in that corner where your desk is, there is a giant dehumidifier and a bunch of like industrial strength fans. Wow. Just drying and the just wall. going. Yep. 24 7. Super loud. Really annoying. Wow. That's a good thing I'm not there. Yeah, it is. Because I, I hate fans. We were just saying not that fans the other of the day. Show. Boy, it's a good thing Roy's not here. Oh, shit, the water heater. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also uh, had another experience this week whereby I was uh, briefly outsmarted by the dumbest animal in the world. I uh, I went to I went to check on my chicken the other day, my one remaining chicken, and and she was just gone. And uh, I was like, huh. Well, I wonder if a coyote finally carried her off in the night or something. Uh, But then I then I thought, hmm, the coyote would have to carry her. To get over the walls, you'd have to carry her and then jump over the wall. Well, okay, so the farmer would get on Wait, one side why of the you wall. Assume your chicken is female. <laughs> the farmer would be on one side of the wall and the coyote on the other side of the wall, but the farmer would have to carry the chicken over the wall. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I I did not immediately despair because I, I had a hunch. I had a, I had an inkling of an idea that maybe I should go look around and see if the chicken was somewhere else. Uh-huh. Use your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so I went and I looked around and I found the chicken just hanging out by the air conditioner eating spiders. And uh, oh. and I was like, okay, it's uh, pretty cool. So How I, many spiders? I don't know. I'm just assuming. Like I know that there are a lot of black widows live in that area. Oh, that's good. And thing. I think my, she might have been drinking water out of the pipe, the the condensation runoff pipe, too. Uh, Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I took her back into the chicken run, and then uh, the next day I came out, and she was out again, and I was like, okay, so I took her back and put her back in the thing, and latched the door better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was pretty latched to begin with, but I, Is that how I, I was know. getting out. I thought maybe she was flying. Door? I thought maybe she was flying out because they they can fly. They're yeah, just you trim her wings. I have never needed to. They okay. are like afraid of heights. They were all afraid of heights. They wouldn't even sleep on the roosting bar, which was like two feet above the ground. So huh. they literally never tried to get on top of anything. And you ever. think it was because they're afraid of heights? I don't know. Maybe the bar wasn't fancy enough. That could, it could be. I, I needed to. It wasn't made out of ivory. I needed to rub it down with fine oils. <laughs> one solid Patchouli. piece of one solid piece of ivory, that which you can only get from extinct prehistoric elephants <laughs> because they're, they're big tusks, enough. Big tusks were that big. Uh, yeah, because if they're curved or if they're glued together, they won't. Yeah, those chickens are like fuck, fuck mm-hmm. that roosting mm-hmm. bar. Uh, anyway, so she kept getting out, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna observe this. I, I put her back in the thing. Came out like 20 minutes later and she was already out again. So I put her back in the run and then I just stood there and I lit a cigar. And uh, in this case, I think she her her stupidity was actually a boon Mm -hmm. uh, because I get bored way faster than a chicken gets bored. Really? (laughs) So uh, also it was really hot. So I was like, fuck, man, maybe she's not going to do it in front of me. Could set up a camera. Yeah, I should. Uh, no, but then I, I eventually, I eventually prevailed. I'm getting to that part of the story. Oh, sure, sorry. So I, so I, I, she got out again. I was like, motherfucker, uh, why, why? She's so clever. She's such Wait, a clever so girl. She got out again while you're standing there. No, because I went, I went inside. I was like, ah, was so screw hot. this. Yeah, I, I didn't even want to finish my cigar because it was so hot. Uh, and so then, this is how I figured it out, though. I went out as it started to get dark. 
at the time when chickens begin to panic and head for home. They come home to roost, as mm -hmm. it were. And I saw her inside the chicken run again. And so I thought, aha! Put her outside. So I put her outside the chicken yeah. run and watched her get in, uh, which she did by just crawling under the fence. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, and I got to thinking about this, that chicken could do all kinds of stuff if it was smart enough, right? Like, it, it, it is not... I don't know that a chicken could open a car door, probably. If it had the right tools, maybe. Okay, you sure? Yeah, clicker, I get. No, I guess. Right? Yeah, I guess if you just think about it, like, peck a button. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, if the if the chicken had a cell phone, he could call someone that was inside the car. Yeah. and have them open the door. Yeah, okay. Open up. Sure, sure. The right tools for the job, mm -hmm. but you know. Animals could do all sorts of stuff if they were smart enough, right? Sure. There's nothing physically preventing, like, a cat from painting a picture or something, right? No. Like, they could do it. They, if I you mean, were trapped in, in particular a, have no desire to. If you were trapped in it, yeah, that's the only thing stopping them is mm -hmm. they're, too, they're too cool to mm -hmm. paint pictures. Um, they're the ultimate artist. Mm -hmm. They have the right attitude. They don't care. They're above it. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Cats are. I'm trying to think of the name of any artist that I can make a cat joke. Oh, um. Um, I made a joke about the artist Jasper Johns uh, the other day uh, and how his brother Jimmy opened that sub shop. <laughs> uh -huh. That's that pretty was a, good. That was a pretty funny. That joke. is pretty good. Yeah, uh, I can't think of any artist. Meow nay. Meow nay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's good. It's a, a stretch. Pablo Picasso. Picasso. That's, yeah. that's all right. Okay. Um, we'll think of some of these and uh, Andy Moore Hall. Moore is it? Andy Guar. Meow, meow Hall. Andy Meow Hall. Uh -huh. But that's not. Were you gonna say Andy Guar Hall? <laughs> Was. Because the guar is not a cat. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, anyway. So, uh, yes, yeah, because the chicken can get under the fence, mm -hmm. and she just accidentally did it once, now she knows that that's a thing. Sure. That, that she can um, do. It. Have you tried just, like, drawing a chalk line and telling the chicken that it can't cross it? Otherwise, <laughs> it'll die. I could draw, like, uh, make the high, like, make that piece of sidewalk alongside the chicken run look like a road. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. And it would just be cliche mm -hmm. for her to cross that. Uh, no, I could put some sort of, I don't know, I could give her a shot collar. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Alternatively, I could put some rocks there or something so that... Sure, or, um, I don't know, chicken wire, maybe? That that stuff works for keeping chickens in places. Does it? Or out of them? I, I, I only use that for making floats uh -huh. and... Uh, okay. Papier-mâché. <laughs> pinatas if I want to be a real asshole. <laughs> oh, right. so even, well for a pinata show it'd be appropriate well, yeah right? but i mean but I thought, yeah i thought the pinatas for the pinata show were supposed to be functional as pinatas no i, I guess mine mine so. was made out entirely of cardboard and duct tape right didn't you use red duct tape no on i didn't outside? use duct tape no, i used use regular paint masking tape or something to seal the to to, to bevel the edges uh -huh. and then i used paint i think i used spray oh, paint okay all right. And stencils. That was a pain in the ass. It looked pretty good. Yeah, it still does. Mm -hmm. Yep. What have you been up to? Uh, me? What What have I been up to? I've had kind of a long week uh, this past week. I've sort of been doing two jobs now. Um, One job is being a father. No. Is that supposed to be something I should take seriously? Have you been doing three jobs? <laughs> Uh, well, at night, I've been working for you, which uh, I bet you couldn't tell that I was, but, but I have been. Weird hours, uh, and that is because during the day, I've been going with Corinne to her school and being her assistant while she teaches her classes. I have our baby. Not every day, but two days out of the week. Huh. It's interesting. And that's the thing that makes some kind of sense? At the moment, it does, uh, while um, we get Cora adjusted to, you know, the world. To drinking, like, well, we're potato in the, juice instead of milk. <laughs> we're in the process of sort of, like, um, Corinne is pumping and getting a stock of milk so Shut that up. we can use. She she uses this machine, Shut and up, she Roy. puts it on, and it kind of, like, sucks out the nipple, and then milk runs down this little tube into a bottle. 
Roy. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. I offered the cat some of that milk today because it was the last day that that milk could be used. He wouldn't drink it. Huh. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't drink any more of it myself, and uh, Cora couldn't drink any more. Okay. So I had to do something with it, and I put some in the, in the cat cat litter box. Oh, that's it. That's probably why he didn't want it. Uh, yeah. So, so I've been doing that right now and it's interesting it's it's cool being there i mean her school is very accepting and her students are really uh cool about it uh right now yeah i mean i think that it's easy to be cool with stuff when you're always high and have no choice (laughs) yeah and and basically no like no you know I, i don't exactly know how to express my feelings about that whole thing oh i i'm sure you disapprove but um we're doing it for a few weeks and you know it's it's working out like what we do is we go to school it's not a long day it's like from nine to three it's you know two thirty two thirty and then we come home and rest and then i sit at the computer and work for the rest of the time hmm do you ever sleep i do i mean does your baby sleep a lot now. um she <clears throat> the longest that she has slept at once is four hours okay no, five. Five hours. Good. But it's usually about two. It'll start to get longer as she gets older. As she gets bigger. As she, she can gets bigger. Keep more... More nutrition in, milk her, in, in her, her stomach. Stomach, yeah. More potato juice. Yeah. And once she's eating solid foods, it starts changing that whole dynamic and making it easier for her to... Well, she'll sleep awake. less often because she'll poop herself awake. Sure. Sure. She does. Or, you know, maybe she'll be the baby of the sort of a temperament where she can poop herself to sleep. Right. That's true, too. That's what I do. Uh, it's sometimes alarming, especially if you're holding her. And sometimes I, I hold her by by the bottom and then I feel her like erupt into into her diaper. And that's, you know, my hand is right on the other side. Mm-hmm. It scares me. Then I, you know, I, I almost let go. Yeah. What if she eats a bullet <laughs> that could cost you your career? Yeah, I could. I need my hands. Uh, you probably shouldn't feed her any bullets. I, I'll try not to. So I'm, I'm I'm reading all the books. So know. she's probably pooping a lot of gross milk solids or something. Yeah. Which uh, okay. So milk is white, right? It looks just like cow milk. Um, but then she processes it, and her urine is clear. Like there is no color to it, but then her poop is like butternut squash soup. That's the color. What does it taste like? Butternut squash soup. <laughs> so that's amazing. I never knew that came from babies. Yeah, that's how, well, that's why there's a picture of a baby on the can. Uh-huh. Uh, it is. Yeah, that's that's the color. It's like this weird uh, mustardy. Or I, I don't ochre. actually know what I've never had ochre. butternut squash. Burnt soup. umber. And I, now I don't think I ever will. Uh-huh. Burnt umber. Yeah, it's a color. It's actually not burnt umber, but uh, butternut squash. Burnt umber is sort of like peanut butter colored, right? I think it's a little bit darker. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, like dark dark peanut butter. The more bitter. Uh Peanut butter for mature people. Uh Adult peanut butter. Yeah, like there's some blood mixed Uh, into it. It's vampire butter. Do you think uh, there'd be a vampire that is allergic to peanuts, though? Oh, shit. Wait, okay, so here here's a question. <clears throat> if you are allergic to peanuts while you're uh, uh, alive and then you're turned into a vampire, would you be allergic to people that eat peanuts? I don't know. How much peanut do you think gets into your blood as peanut? <laughs> I, I really don't know. I've never studied uh, the blood sciences. You don't have those little those little testing kits where they give <laughs> Let, to people to tell, how you, much tell you how much in your blood, blood. what your blood peanut is, <laughs> your blood peanut levels. Yeah, huh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to know that. What are all the rules for vampires? Right? They, it seems like they keep changing. No, no one standardized it. Yeah, you know, some can walk in the sunlight. Some. Can walk yeah, on like the Wesley, moon. like Wesley Snipes. Yeah, noted vampire Neil Armstrong. Uh huh. Yeah, well, Wesley Snipes could walk in the daytime because of some kind of freak thing that happened. I just no, thought it was you... because he was the only black vampire. <laughs> no. So it turns out that having melanin 
in oh, sufficient right, quantities. Because right, right. the thing Protects about a vampire, you. because you can't go out into the sun, you never get a tan. Right. And so you just have no ability to protect yourself from right. it. Right. Yeah. That's what it, it's like a severe uh, skin burn. That's why Count Blackula was the most fearsome and dangerous of all vampires? exploitation movie villains. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I guess also vampires. Uh-huh. Um, another thing that I've been doing is I've been catching up on my Mad Max. Okay. Yeah, I, I, there are two movies I hadn't seen. <laughs> Which ones? No, I had seen them. But I hadn't seen uh, Mad Max Road Warrior and, and Thunderdome, beyond Thunderdome. Uh, I don't know, for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And we I never just, watched them when we were living together. I, I feel like I, I watched I those every if, once in a while. If, if we did. But I decided to order them on the internet, which I did. And I picked a seller that was in Arizona. So I got it the next day. Wow. It was awesome. <clears throat> and it was a two, uh, d- you know, like a double feature thing. So you and didn't watch the original Mad Max? No. I just watched. Have you um, seen the original Mad Max? Yeah, I have. Okay, it's good. It's weird. It, it, yeah, it's like, not. It's, it is really strange that after that movie came out, they decide to make a sequel. Yeah, and the, the sequel was just this batshit insane post-apocalyptic thing where where the original one was just more like, there's a lot well, of assholes here. Yeah, but it was the lead-up to it, right? Yeah, Isn't that what I, it was about? I guess, but I, you, th- you say that because it's not like they... Well, it's about his family getting killed, sure. which explains why he doesn't Right, why, but about... he just goes out to go on a rampage and kill the, like, you know, biker gangs or whatever that are terrorizing everybody in... I don't know. Does it explain? Does it say it like... It is in Australia. Oh, there's been a nuclear war. And uh, so everybody's in Road Warrior, it does. Yeah. But I mean... Oh, you're the, saying in the original. The, yeah. Well, I think when they the made end? when they made Mad Max, was it supposed to be the lead up to a post-apocalyptic scenario? Or was it just like, ah, d- this society has descended into lawlessness, but everybody is more or less still sure. alive. I mean, he was still a policeman working right. as a policeman. Right. right? I don't know. So, I do know, um, okay, so after I watched them, uh, I decided to look it up and, you know, find out who the different actors were and that that kind of thing, because I was really curious on whether the little boomerang kid, the feral kid, ended up doing anything as an adult, and he did Turns out, Britney Spears. Uh Uh, He did five other things, but he hasn't worked on anything. They were all things where he was a feral child. Yeah. (laughs) The 80s was really the right time for feral child movies. Uh, like what else? The Goonies. <laughs> yeah, uh, he so, played he played every character in the Goonies. It was like it was like Big Mama's House or no? What's sure. the any what Adam Sandler movie? Oh sure, uh, or uh, yeah, Ed, like, the uh, Nutty Professor. Sure, say. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, right. Um, but they were all written and directed by the same dude. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that there's a new Mad Max movie coming out next year called Mad Max Fury Road. Uh. It is also written and directed by the same guy. Huh. As different actors. And I don't know if it's a reset. I'm guessing it probably is. And they're going to tell the story again. So that makes more sense about the beginning, right? And the nuclear war and stuff. You know who they should get to play uh, Mad Max in a new Mad Max movie is that Ray Stevenson guy. He's from Australia. He played Titus Pillow in uh, HBO's Rome. Oh, yeah. He looks a great deal he like the Mel Punisher Gibson. too. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I, I guess on the have, haven't there Punisher. been like nine Punisher movies? I only know of two of them. Okay, and I don't think also, any of them have done well. He was the oafish buddy of Thor in Thor. Yeah, and the guy that, who eats a lot. That was the one. That was the movie that made me realize, wow, that guy could totally like dress up pretty convincingly like a slightly younger mel gibson hmm really because of that role oh he just looked a lot like like because he had hair and a beard oh, sure. he looked a lot like mel gibson okay in that yeah they could I also like just get mad like they could just get mel gibson to play mad max as a crazy old racist in a post-apocalyptic yeah. nightmare world right because you know i mean at least he would have some you know maybe yeah, that would be good. Imagine if Mel Gibson managed to pull off like a Heath Ledger Joker caliber performance in As Mad Max. In, yeah, no, and imagine, yes, that they made a new Mad Max movie that did not retroactively poison a beloved franchise, but sure. was actually continued good. the story the way that yeah. Rocky and uh, Jaws. Uh, no, Rambo. There was a new Rambo, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and I didn't see that one. I did see the Rocky movie, and it was really good. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. It was it had the feel of the original Rocky and it was about him as an old dude who, you know, does one last fight because people want him to do it. Because he succumbs to peer pressure. He fights against Superman. <laughs> it was it was I recommend it. If if you haven't seen uh, I think it's called Rocky Balboa. Yep. You should watch it. Yeah. And and this uh, reminds me of something. Uh so I, I have a young baby. Uh, so I spent a lot of time at home uh, watching Battlestar Galactica and working on the computer and, you know, doing home things. So I can't watch movies in the theater right now. And I really, really wanted to go see Step Up Revolution, which is about a dance protest. Uh, so if we have any listeners out there, I would like a report as to how Step Up Revolution Or, or a cell phone video uh-huh. of it. <laughs> yeah, your your interpretation of it. Oh, no, I, I meant actually a recording of the screen. Oh, sure, sure. But no, send Roy a cell phone video of you talking about the movie. <laughs> uh, if anyone would care to do that and, uh, you know, have the call be uh, a minute long. Okay, no longer than one minute. No Summary one minute. of Step Up Revolution. Yeah. All right, so we're announcing a contest, an advice hot dog contest. Uh, this contest is where the punchiest synopsis of Step Up Revolution. I, I would also like to know how Total Recall is. Uh, yeah, I intended to go see Total Recall this weekend, but then I didn't go see Total Recall this weekend. Because hmm. I really want to see how the, the new three-boobed lady looks. Yeah, I don't. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's an awesome scene in the original. Why saw, wouldn't you want to see it again? I saw an article where the woman who played the three-boobed lady in the original Total Recall was like, yeah, I was really... I signed up for that, and I totally knew what was going on, and none of those boobs were real, but once it actually came time to do it, I was super grossed out, and I was, like, fighting back tears the entire time. Tears? And he's, she's like, you can kind of see it. She's like, if you look at my face closely, I'm smiling, but I'm also I'm crying. Really crying. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And she was grossed out because she had three boobs, or uh, her real no, boobs she suddenly, weren't shown. She suddenly, yeah, she was just really pissed that she didn't get to show anybody her real boobs for money. Uh, no, I, she just suddenly felt really like like exploited. just yeah exploited, and I I didn't really know how to feel about that because huh. I mean it was like it was on the internet, so of course there's just this chorus of like blah, blah, male gaze, blah, blah. Like, I'll do that in a higher pitched <laughs> voice, like it's a bunch of women complaining about it, because I, I think this was a thing that was posted on like Jezebel, uh-huh. uh, which the only things that I ever see from Jezebel are the things that are cross posted to like a video game website or whatever, which is invariably like. Here's a log of all of the times a 12-year-old on Xbox Live told me to send him a picture of my tits. I see. Uh, Because video game culture is, like, endemically hostile to women as a result of video game culture largely consisting of totally unfiltered Mm 12-year-olds. I see. Who don't ever face any consequences for things. For saying things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's my take on it in case you were wondering how i felt about the hostility towards women Mm -hmm. in video game culture i don't uh have much of an opinion i mean i disagree or you disagree with me no no i disagree uh i would like there to not be aggression towards women in video game culture that's my opinion on it oh really yeah i was thinking there should be more (laughs) <laughs> it was like you know, let's just let's just set it on fire. But let's, I'm not let's really throw part out the baby with the video game culture. Roy, as and a father sense. with a new baby, have you ever come close to throwing out the baby with the bathwater? No, uh, because we give the baby a bath in the living room, so it'd be pretty difficult. I mean, you wash the baby, then you put it in a towel, and then you just dispose of the water in the fireplace. It. Yeah, I just kind of dump it right there and let it soak into the carpet. Then I vacuum it up. Oh, good. Okay. I have a wet dry back. Yep. It cleans the carpet at the same time. Win win. Yeah, I guess that's true. Unless the baby pooped in the water. Puts butternut yeah, squash soup in happens. the water. Ugh, God. And and you're not grossed out. You probably I'm wouldn't not, be grossed out I'm by it really, anyway. Really? Would you be grossed out by it if it was somebody else's kid? Probably. I don't think that you would. No, I don't think that you would. Uh, I don't know. I think you I, would just you, know, you would I'll just eat the butternut squash on tap. Yeah, uh, I I think I'll feel differently once she's eating solid food. Then the nature of her poop changes, right? And it becomes more like what we know as poop. Right mm-hmm. now, it's just mostly it. It's liquidy. It's just like little orange liquid in a diaper. It's not. It's not a big deal. 
I mean, you're the one who was telling me just use your hands, wipe it off. Yeah, I feel like it's going to get super weird once she starts her period. Like then changing those diapers is going to be like yeah, it's going to it's, it's going to be, be really rough for I mean, both of us. Hormones and milk. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah, maybe she goes through puberty at four months. Mm-hmm. You know what is weird is is babies get acne, and they get acne because they're breastfeeding, uh, because they get all of the mother's hormones, and that causes her to have acne. What if the mother hasn't been eating any chocolate? Ah. Uh. That's a good point. Is the mother is the mother nervous because her big prom date is coming up? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they have commercials for this. Uh Pregasil. Okay. Or something. Mom Mamasil. I don't know what it's called. I didn't invent it. Is there some awesome uh anti acne drug? Clearasil. Oh, I don't think that's awesome. I don't think that shit does anything. I think this is a thing that just well, it makes... it works as well as toothpaste. It makes pimples hurt. I guess it does. Mm-hmm. It works as well. It just dries out your acne. Your you can just put some Dr. Bronner's on it. I put toothpaste on my face. On purpose? Yeah. Not just like you're really bad at brushing your teeth. I am but really bad at brushing just, my teeth. No, I mean, if if there's a hole in your face and you don't want to fix it right, and it's like, oh, shit, the landlord's on his way over. <laughs> right. You just fill it in with toothpaste. Yeah. So you pass the inspection. The face lord. <laughs> the guy that the guy that actually technically owns your face and is right. responsible for fixing any serious damage. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh that's pretty much it. And I watched the end of the Olympics. I thought that was that was alright. It was weird. It was a bunch of older musicians. Show was really great. Fatboy Slim was there and a big uh clear inflated octopus. Oh. That was like three stories high and super long. Wow. Uh, it has, has some awesome... Fatboy Slim must have moved uh, moved in to a place where he shares a water source with the guy from uh, The Flaming Lips. <laughs> Why a water source? Oh, because I'm assuming that there's got to just be something in the water that makes the guy from The Flaming Lips do that kind of shit. Oh, sure, sure. Well, that's what the whole uh, closing ceremony was like. <clears throat> but... Um, so that was kind of cool to watch but what was really great uh was what brazil did and i'm really excited about uh 2016 when brazil is going to wow the world with its opening and closing ceremonies Mm -hmm. because they know how to do it you know they do carnival every every year right they all wear thongs it is a country that is populated by the sexiest people in the world essentially and you know i mean olympian athletes are you know mostly the most attractive people on the planet you know and they all gather they yeah, get especially together those, like heavy weightlifting guys yeah i love those guys those guys all i think there's a certain way of getting big that makes you look like you have down syndrome even when you don't have down syndrome really yeah because huh. every time i see an olympic weightlifter i think yep oh, there's a guy with down syndrome but super strong so so like don't insult blaster yeah 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 i should i should get a little harness and ride around on that dude's back uh-huh. and just have him lift stuff for me right. boy one of those guys would make short work of the uh the video games that we have are in the middle of the process of all we took a break to record a podcast from moving some extremely heavy video games from a garage to an arcade <sighs> yeah so we're in this tiny room now and i feel really stinky and gross uh-huh. and i've taken two showers today already yeah but you haven't taken one since half an hour ago when we moved the video games right that's true roy we have old business to take care of we have various things to talk about we have a lot of people to help but before we do that let's have a cocktail okay this week's cocktail is brought to us by the uh, by the uh, cocktail dice kit that uh, that, that that listener uh, ACM sent. Turns out I've met uh, the the gal that gave us those. Oh yeah, yeah at have, uh, have Max I? at Max FunCon. I don't know if you did or not. Okay, um, but yeah. What what's her first name? Uh, Andrea. Andrea. Yeah. Okay. If if I've met you, Andrea. Um, Unless and now I suddenly feel horrified that I'm maybe con- it wasn't that I'm confusing two people. No, it was definitely a, it was definitely a Max Funcon. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I rolled the dice and uh, didn't even remove any of the uh, didn't I did not uh, take advantage of the rule that said that I could pull out uh, inappropriate ingredients. And so what we're having, oh, really? I sort of made up the proportions myself, which it said you know it says use your judgment. Mm-hmm. So we've got tequila, uh, two parts tequila, two parts orange juice. One part orgit, orgiat, orgit, orgit syrup. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and then just like a splash of tonic water. Because the tonic water was the one thing that was sort of inappropriate to the whole thing. And uh, oh, so okay. I, I only put a little bit in. 
Sure. Because uh, I wasn't sure how that was. Tequila, like tequila and tonic is a thing that you never, ever hear. Have uh, you ever tried that? <clears throat> I haven't. Huh. But yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll go have a tequila and tonic after the sure. show. Uh, and then a slice of lime, sprig of mint, and served in an old-fashioned glass. Uh, just poured, not stirred. Mm-hmm. So nice. did it did exactly what I said, and actually it turned out okay. Yeah. It's... uh. Uh, oh, and then I... It uh, tastes like a real cocktail. I generated a name for it according to the our, our well-known name generation rules. So this uh, this cocktail is called Dick Beverage 1000. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like it. I don't know that I'm ever going to have another one, but uh, I'm I'm into this. I'm into this cocktail dice thing. I think the next few episodes, we, rock the, we rock the, the dice? cocktail dice. Okay. That's my suggestion. Ro, do we have any old business to take care of? Uh, we do not have any old business <coughs> right now. Well, then I think it's time for a segment of the show that we call Topics. What's today's topic, Roy? Body odor. I don't have any. You don't? You I don't, don't think any? so. Okay. Well, good for you. That's uh, pretty awesome. I have never... No one has ever said anything about me smelling bad. Yeah, but that I'm aware in of. general, people won't no, say that people to totally each other. Won't. I am such an asshole. People would not hesitate to lord something like that over me. Face lord really? that over me. <laughs> Okay, but do you tell people when they stink? Yes. You do? Yeah, if I know them well so enough. When, okay, really? If you smelled bad, I would say uh, you should probably take a shower before we go because you kind of stink. Huh, I feel like I uh, kind of stink right now, and I've noticed for the past few days. Uh, granted, it's really hot right now in, in Arizona, in the whole country, really. Um, but my sweat is really stinky, and I mentioned this to Corinne, and she suggested... That I should just drink more water. Huh. Which I've, I've wondered about because uh, we used to have this friend who lived in Tucson who really, really stank. But he would shower and immediately after taking a shower, he would stink. Yeah, that and was weird. It was really weird. And I'm wondering now, like maybe he was, he just wasn't drinking enough water. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the... Or maybe... That's instead of Instead of using deodorant, he was using some sort of concentrated body odor... Like they collected all of the all of Doctor Bronner's sweat, oh. and then made a put it in stick form. So he was using body odor, not body, uh, but deodorant. Deodorant, yeah, okay. ba deodorant uh-huh. uh, made for sheep. He was using odorant. Is, yeah. is the, yeah, they're right next to each other. Have similar. So I do, I do notice on a backpacking trip that I by the end of a backpacking trip because I have been like walking you know up to a hundred miles and not ever getting anything clean at all that the the gross smell that my crotch will develop after after a day you can smell it spreads. from just sitting oh man just everywhere you mm-hmm. can just smell it everywhere uh-huh because you spend so much time like in a nearly airtight sleeping bag you mm. know and maybe it's hot and sweaty and it's just really gross and you're wearing why, why you're wearing the you same the clothes for 10 well airtight it's, if it's hot it's cheaper uh to just have one sleeping bag that is oh. also a big ziploc bag because uh, then you can also just put your trash in it <laughs> keep your salami snacks oh yeah yeah there's slim gyms <laughs> trash slim gyms use toilet paper and mm-hmm. uh you can also sleep in it do you pack all of your toilet paper it depends do on the do that? it depends on the place okay there's only ever been one place uh, where we had to pack it out, and it was because mm. of the cryptobiotic soil crust. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, uh, like Bigfoot crust? Well, I think there are places where the soil just doesn't have the bacteria that it would be required to oh. to biodegrade toilet paper. I see. And so in those places, you can't. You're not supposed to leave it. Okay. Yeah. There are places where you actually have to carry your poop out. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Huh. I've never been to one, but yeah, pretty gross. Would you want to, I mean, would that be a, a factor in your decision making if you want to go hike there? You know, I don't know that I would necessarily know about it ahead of time. I didn't know about the toilet paper thing ahead of time. I, like I, I had an inkling that it was a possibility that that was the sort of thing that might happen, but it wasn't until we got to, this was in like Canyonlands in Utah. It wasn't until we got there that we realized like, yeah, you guys, there's all sorts of shit that you weren't prepared for here. Uh, by the way, the the crows here have figured out how to work zippers. And so you have to lock them. <laughs> you have to um, you have to keep all your food in these Kevlar bags. 
He's like, you don't have to, you don't have to hang them up or anything. There's no bears, but like these things, you, I'll show you how to tie them up, and this is what you have to do to keep the crows from eating all of your food. Wow. Yeah, it was nuts. Huh. Yeah, and there are there were like rodents that could chew through ripstop nylon, so that was crazy. Life finds a way, Roy. Yeah, life always does. Yeah, and you get done with one of those trips, and you just smell like ass, mm-hmm. and then you actually go take a shower. But- don't you get used to it while you're out there? I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. You don't really you notice it until... civilization well, and people what, smell so when, sweet. When you notice it is when you and three other dudes suddenly get into a car. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, and then it's like, oh, God. I am really gross. I'm, I'm so glad that the scent of my own crotch is overpowering the scent of everybody else's crotch. Oh, so what you do is you, you just uh, put your head between your legs yeah. on the ride back. Yeah, I just pull my pants down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I'm already like I'm I'm always waiting to get back into the car to poop anyway because mm-hmm. I don't like pooping in the woods. Right. Yeah. Does a Zach poop in the woods? No. Nope. The answer is no. Not if he can help it. Uh, okay. Great yeah. topic. Thanks. That was a pretty good topic. Drink more water. Sure. Do it. Mm-hmm. Or just some cocktails. Have you ever had the thing happen where you sweat and you can smell uh, the alcohol? The alcohol out? that yes, you drank. I don't think that I've ever had. I mean, I'm sure that that has happened to me. It also feels, uh, to me, it feels sticky. Stickier than regular sweat. Hmm. I don't think of sweat as being sticky at Mm -hmm. all. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you're drinking enough water. You know what I don't like is when sweat goes into your eyes. Yeah, I hate that. I work outside a lot, and um, when I'm working on stuff, you sweat. Even when you wear your straw hat? Yeah, in the shade. It's just really hot. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm cutting wood and sanding and doing all this stuff, and then... I look down and sweat pools in my glasses. You know what you need. That's what I hate the most. Flash dance. I like wristbands and headband. Mm, Okay. Like a blue stripe and then a white stripe and then a blue stripe. Okay. I think that's the way to signal to other boats that you're you're exercising. (laughs) Okay. Zach and Roy. Working in a gray cubicle can get dull. Any advice for decorations that inspire creativity, productiveness, and a go get attitude? Thanks, Binary B. Uh, congrats, Ryan, being a new dad. Thanks. It's been a long time since I worked in a cubicle, but... Uh, uh, cat posters are always a big winner. Oh, sure. Right? Like a hang in there. Yeah, hang yeah. in there. Yeah. Or I hate uh, Mondays. You don't have to be crazy to work here, but it helps. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I can only be nice to one fat guy today, and you're not it, uh-huh. because Santa Claus is coming. I think that was one. This was is our, our L cubicle. A little less. Yeah, okay. Uh, here, So one thing that you can do is you can put, uh, like, a, you can, so just draw, like, a checkerboard on a whiteboard in your, uh, in like, a, like an 8x8 eight eight grid. And every day, you put an X in one of the squares. Kind of at random, because that makes you seem crazier. And then if anybody asks what you're doing, just say, as soon as this is full, I'm bringing an assault rifle into the office. I don't think that's the way you should decorate any cubicle ever. Yeah, well, you don't do it. You just yeah, tell, but people don't know that. You just tell, sure they do. People take that shit seriously. Eh, well. I mean, it'll command respect. I am. Um, once at my last job, I got stung by a bee. I feel as though we've spoken about this. Don't take bees into your work either. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, I was I was standing, uh, leaning against a coworker's cubicle, just jawing, <laughs> and uh, a bee just flew up and stung uh, me the, on the neck. That's the motivation bee. Yeah, apparently. I'm going to motivate you to have everybody ask if you're allergic to bees and say, I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess you guys should keep an eye on me, just in case. Uh, uh-huh. So anyway, when I came in to work the next day, uh, the the gals in the office had cut a bunch of pictures of bees out of some book and taped them all around my cubicle. Oh, that's hilarious! It was hilarious. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty cute. Now, was that a uh, an opening to any of the gals for a romantic relationship? Uh, no, they were all they were all sort of middle aged moms. Okay. Not not a not milf types mm-hmm. really you know you never know though you get I mean, you get a few drinks in you at the company christmas party and uh sure that's you can true. never tell what's gonna happen you know i took to not decorating workspaces for a while because i felt like not having a bunch of my stuff at work kept me agile um I've always been I have always been a big believer in quitting jobs if they get to the point where they're making you unhappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I 
after like pretty early on in my actual having real jobs phase, I just started like, you know, I should just be ready to walk out of here at, at a any notice. moment. Yeah. I mean, you can take a poster down, right? Or do you just quit a job and don't even go back to your cubicle? You never know. That was you're, I, you're this at the is, bathroom, and then you decide I'm out of here, and you say "fuck off," and then walk out the door. Honestly, yes. Be, mm-hmm. Like, have you ever done that? I have never done that, but I always could have done that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the and 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 I, I I know that this is probably silly, but it was important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it because I never wanted to. Whenever anybody complained about their job, I would say, "Well, you know, if." If this is making you unhappy, why don't you quit? Why don't you go get another job? Oh, I can't. Mm-hmm. And I would say, why Why not? Like, sure you can. Like, if this place went out of business, it's not like you would starve to death. Like, you totally could get another job if you had to. Sure. And, you know, one situation in which you have to get another job is if you tell your boss to go fuck himself and you walk out of your current job. Right? But people are so afraid. People are so afraid to take a stand. And so jobs just get worse and worse and worse. You know, you like, oh, I can't I can't get another job without a recommendation from this place without a reference. But the fucking references are all bogus. Anyway, you use one of your friends that's a coworker as a reference and they say that they were your manager or whatever. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or don't say fuck you and walk out. Just say, like, I've had another opportunity come up and I'm giving my notice mm-hmm. or don't. But then you still have to stay there for two weeks. Yeah. And in those two weeks, you could have taken down your Yeah, but don't do that. You can take your, just take your vacation. Say, I'm giving you two weeks notice, and I'm also taking my two weeks of vacation that I uh-huh. keep stored up uh-huh. so that I can walk out of here. I, I, like, I have always believed that people are way, way too reluctant to quit jobs because living in, living in the kind of fear that prevents you from changing jobs to to keep your dignity to to maintain your humanity and your happiness is what takes all of the power away from employees in an employee employer relationship hmm. and there is no incentive for employers to keep their employees happy because they know that people are too scared i see to make any changes mm-hmm. but then it's i mean it's just essentially slavery like if you don't if you don't honestly keep the option to walk out mm-hmm. of a place if, if, if that is not a thing that you can do, if you if you look at yourself in the mirror and say, I cannot quit my job, then you are not an employee. You are a slave. Mm-hmm. So you can. You know, you've enslaved yourself, man. Um, so I think what Zach is trying to say here is um, forego the cat posters, but get yourself a uh, frame mirror that you can put in your cubicle. And when you look over, you see yourself. And you write the words, you are empowered, onto the mirror. And when when you look over, you see yourself. And then at the bottom, you write, you can quit at any time. <laughs> yeah. that's uh, You should also write that on all of your heroin needles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can quit any time. All right. Uh, we have some postcards here that I would like to read. I think uh, you're right that this episode is horrible. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> Uh, Dear Zach and Roy, now that we've discovered the uh, Higgs boson, the world of particle physics is at a total loss of what to do next. Do you have any suggestions regarding what we should look for and how we should look for it? Thanks, Matt LeBlanc, Vancouver, British Columbia. Isn't Matt LeBlanc the actor from uh, Friends? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know he was a particle physicist. No. Uh, this postcard might be a... I mean, it's not rocket science. It's actually uh, way harder. Collector's item now. Oh, yeah? Huh. Oh, right, because right. it's uh, It's like, is there a Higgs boson? I doubt it. Yeah, it's a, it's totally. A, it's a picture of Ziggy saying <laughs> that he doubts, <laughs> the, he doubts the, the, the existence of the Higgs boson. Okay, uh, so what do you think that they should look for now? Yeah. Uh, love. Love? Uh, Space love. <laughs> Explain love through particle physics. No, just like try and find, you know, the, the love like, particle. Like so, maybe a the maybe a lady, connection. maybe a lady scientist looks. The the man scientist is like, oh, I need you to, I need you to look at this and see what you think it is. And she looks at it and she says, oh, it's it's weird. It's some sort of crystalline structure. And then he says, zoom out a little bit. And she zooms out and sees that it's a diamond engagement ring. Oh, that's beautiful. I know. Wow, I don't know you're such a romantic. I know. I'm such a sentimental science asshole. 
<laughs> so no, also that we just work together. Like we're not even dating or anything. I just it's like Yeah, do you think my fiance would like this? <laughs> I've spent I've spent all these years focusing on science and not how to talk to girls. This is I thought this is what you did. I thought you just gave a really expensive diamond ring to a stranger and then that's how you got married. Do you want to be friends? Uh, okay, we have another postcard uh, from Kristen, and she says, Dear Advice Hot Dog, first, congratulations, Roy and Corinne. Ah, thank you. Now for my question. My boyfriend is turning 20 soon. I'm 18, and I need a good idea for a present. It is, re- is it really lazy to put bows on my lady parts and have myself be the present? Happy birthday, Benjamin. Huh. What do you think? I have a feeling that any uh, any man receiving that as a gift is not going to, you know, turn it down he's gonna be excited do you think i don't honestly know how i would react to that if a woman uh showed up or you showed up to her place wherever right a a private uh setting and she is dressed in nothing but a bow yeah i think that would i that i have had that happen and it was just weird huh and i felt weird about it Wow. Okay. What? Uh, uh, enlighten us. Well, I mean, I didn't know the girl. Oh well, that, <laughs> is, one that of the, is weird. And, yeah, and it was she was in my she cubicle. Was mom. Yeah, she was like, I thought your cubicle needed a little bit of decoration. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm wearing a bow, but you'll have to look into this microscope to see it. I I would I, say that uh, something like that can be exciting. Okay. Mm-hmm. What you should do here here we go is you should get tattoos on both of your nipples and your uh, vagina. So then the real present is uh, the tattoo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? So so you unwrap these things and you're like, oh, you're naked under there. No, keep unwrapping. And then, yeah, what do you think of these tattoos on, on my nipples? Isn't that great? Wow, no. And, and it would be eyeballs on each one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my eyes are up there and down here. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think he's going to be disappointed if that's what, what you did. You don't? No. He might be. Why would he be disappointed by, Not by disappointed, his beautiful just, 18-year-old's girlfriend it, trying trying to show how... You're uh, making... No, she says she's no, She says, I'm beautiful and 18. Oh, okay. His ugly 18, 18-year-old well, that's probably, girlfriend. That's probably fine. Oh, God. I don't know. I would be really weirded out by like, and I don't know what. I don't. Is there something? Why are you weirded out by that? I don't know. It. So what? What if she's okay? What if she's just wearing a sweater and not bows? Okay. So says the present is underneath the sweater. Because when you're in a relationship with somebody, the times when you want to have sex with them are like just the random times when you randomly want to have sex with them. So having it sprung on you like it's supposed to be some kind of treat is weird. What if they've never had sex before? Okay, so then yes, that is that it would be awesome. So you should deny sex uh, if you have this actually her 18th birthday because if it is, she's giving him a present. Hey, this is what I'm getting you for my 18th birthday. Oh, sure, sure. Um, if if you do if you are sexually active, I feel like such a parent saying that. Uh, what you do is grab all of the pill bottles out of your parents' medicine cabinets and pour them in a big bowl, yeah. and then have sex with it. <laughs> uh, deny sex uh, for, to your boyfriend. Deny him sex for about a month, leading up to his birthday, and then you spring this on him and you say, "Hey, this is your present." Okay. And then he'll say, ah, I just made a present in my pants. Right. It's butternut squash soup. Happy birthday, honey. Uh, so <clears throat> this reminds me of something. I we I watch uh, True Blood, which I know that y- you don't watch a- at all. But one of the rules, the vampire rules that they have on True Blood is that whenever they cry, they cry blood because they don't have any real, you know, they're undead. So they don't have any uh, liquid in them. So I wonder, you know, does that mean that when they have sex... Like that's that's what comes out of their dicks. Do, do they, they have sex? Do they come blood? Yeah, they totally have sex. Hmm. Maybe it's just like dust. Ugh. That'd be even worse. Uh huh. Yeah. It smells like Egypt. I I know that they don't poo. You know that? Yeah. That it's actually come up in an episode. Do they pee blood? It. I don't know. Maybe they don't pee, but they do cry. But that's an emotional response. Okay. But I mean, I think so maybe is, ejaculating. So is ejaculate. It's pretty emotional. Emotional response. Yeah. So it must be blood. I guess so. 
Huh. Yeah. But so you can never get anyone what if they pregnant got so, that way. Could you scare them? What if they you scared somebody so much? You scared a vampire so much that he pooped himself as an emotional reaction, not as a, just a regular biological oh, sure. function? I, would I he just, just bloodied my pants just a little. Him? I just bloodied my pants a little. Yeah. That's okay. good. Yeah. Um, what other things can Happy come out birthday. of you as an emotional... Right? Like, what if you get a cold? Uh, you sure? So you would sneeze, sneeze... Vampires probably don't get colds. Right. So... Um, in a story, if, if someone normally, if they cough right into a, a handkerchief and there's blood, then immediately, you know, oh, they have TB. They're going to die soon. Right. Mm-hmm. But if a vampire does that, you don't know. Where's oh. the story going to go? They're yeah, not okay. going to so die. So it just could have been an emotional cough. Like, oh, he's coughing because he's envious. <laughs> uh-huh. Like the, the weird cues that exist in uh, Japanese anime that <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, oh, he's got a he's got a big bubble of blood bouncing in and out of his <laughs> nose. That means he's a child. <laughs> Uh, Dear Advice Hot Dog, my cat keeps getting into the trash and digging out my used condoms. It then piles them into a little nest and purrs happily while lying on them. While flattered, I'm also a little disgusted. What's the proper way to respond to this? Uh, You could just start flushing all of your condoms down somebody else's toilet. (laughs) But you have to collect them first. Then the cat finds them while they're being collected so that you can flush them down down the toilet. You could just uh, thumbtack them to the wall underneath a Polaroid photograph of the girl that you used the condom on. Oh, or a picture right. of your hand if you're just using it to for, for more sure, tidy, clean, clean up, tidy clean wanking. Up. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I, I don't see why uh, you want to deny the cat. I mean, the cat is obviously enjoying this, right? So just create this little nest outside. You know, your, your front door, right? It's outside. You don't, get, you don't have to see it. Mm-hmm. Just use your back door mm-hmm. for in and out. Put all the condoms in the front. Okay. That's my advice. Dear Advice Hot Dog, In my halcyon bachelor days, I used to quite enjoy having for the desktop background on my home computer pictures of scantily clad or naked ladies. Alas, now as a mature married father, I feel this is inappropriate and lacking in class. My question is, can you recommend any classical paintings which feature naked ladies, but that you would consider classy or minimally appropriate if you saw them hanging on someone's wall or as their computer background, as the case may be? Mm -hmm. Man, I never got... uh, Let's see. Many Uh, thanks for your time and advice. Carnally, Carnally classy in Canada. I never really, every once in a while, I would go when I was working at the internet service provider to set up the internet for somebody and they would have like an, like just some porn as their desktop wallpaper. Mm-hmm. And I would, ugh, man, that's creepy. I'm sorry, carnally classy in Canada, but I would probably have been creeped out if I saw your computer, and especially if it was surrounded by thirst buster cups full of canned chili. Wow, that's something you've seen? Yeah, I, I, didn't I tell you about that guy? No. Oh, boy, that was gross. Okay, well, tell me. Oh, I'm, pretty sure I, you saw? I'm pretty sure that I've told this story on the podcast before. Okay, then, then but, never mind. You but can yeah, tell I me. To, I went to do a setup for this guy, and his, his, his desk was just littered with Thirst Buster cups with the remnants of the cans of chili that he would, I guess, he would pour the chili into the Thirst Buster cup and microwave it, and oh, then eat yeah, like, me that. Eat like half that. of it. Yeah, that's like a scene from Seven. And just leave it sitting on his desk. Um, I would suggest any nudes by Picasso, right? Because he he can be explicit it's as you want. It's really hard to beat off to a Picasso. Mm, no, you can. Or Crumb. Uh, that's that's classical. Sure, that's true. Uh, you know, the birth of Venus is pretty pretty classy, and she's you know she's a good looking lady. I mean, she is the goddess of love. If you wanted to get weird, uh, like some Bosch. You know, like a like you could if sure if say you wanted to masturbate to like a man with a flute up his ass. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, but you have to zoom in on those, so or, you have to get a good resolution. Sure. Image. If you wanted a uh, like a, maybe a dickless moron with a battery up his ass, you could set as your desktop wallpaper a a, a, a freeze frame a frame capture from the movie The Running Man starring mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen that in a long time. Why yeah. isn't that being redone? Oh boy, I don't know. It should be. Wasn't that like a TV movie? No, that was that came out to the theaters. Huh. Uh, anyway, uh, what other what other uh, art is there with nude ladies in it? Um, maybe the succubus from the Monster Manual, first edition D and D Monster Manual. <laughs> Say what? It's art, right? That's true. Uh, uh just pull a, a panel off of the online comic Ogloff. <laughs> Put uh, that on your desktop. A poster for Deep Throat. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because that's suggestive. 
I think we're but, just edging into actual porn territory. Again. No, but the poster isn't isn't porn. Right? Uh, you it's could just get her her lips. That poster where the three girls are wearing the swimsuits that are they're laying on top of the Budweiser logo, and they're wearing these one piece swimsuits that complete the Budweiser logo. Oh, yeah, the way yeah, they're laying yeah, down, yeah. you can put that there. And and if your if your wife complains or if your kids are like, "Daddy, why are those ladies have boobies?" Uh, you can say no, no, no. It's not the ladies. It's the I'm a I'm a, a Budweiser I'm fan. like an Americana enthusiast. I'm like a sure. beer memorabilia. I got one. Uh, the image of all of the naked ladies sitting at the edge of a pool. Oh, that, with different Pink Floyd album yeah, uh, covers yeah, painted on their backs. One. Because that that's classy. I also uh, recently saw um, there was some Russian company that did. It was a radiology company that did a pinup calendar of nude models, but it was uh, just their bones. Okay. Well, you could see their outlines, and they're very suggestive, but all you could mostly see was their skeletons. Okay. You knew where all the parts went. So, can you only see your penis on an x-ray if you have a boner? Uh, I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. I once had an x-ray done of me while I was peeing onto a stack of towels. Really? Yep. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I was... This was just like at at the fetish ball. Uh (laughs) You could go to this one place and get covered in latex. You go to this other place and just have x-rays taken. (laughs) While you peed on things? (laughs) Yeah. No, this had... So they had to fill up my bladder with, um, you know, a liquid that uh, would show up uh, in the x-ray. Okay. And then I had to lay on my side. Which so did, is, they, did they fill that up from the front? Yeah, they put in a catheter, which is kind of the size of a pen, mm-hmm. right? The diameter of a pen. And it's not pleasant. So I'm guessing that you did not have an erection. I did not have an erection. Um, if I did, it would have gone away immediately. <laughs> because there's not, you know, like sometimes you have trouble if you go into a public restroom and there's a bunch of dudes there and you're standing at a urinal. And you get a boner because of all the dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine trying to pee while laying on your side onto a stack of towels while a lady, lady radi- radiologist, is waiting for you to Why pee the on the towels. fuck was it onto a stack of towels? Why couldn't they have put, like, even just a photograph of a toilet with a hole cut in it over a stack of towels? I don't and know. I was like, oh, I don't think really, the photograph This is like a stack of, me. like, magazines that you might be interested in. I mean, if it were now, <laughs> I would just get pull up a picture of a toilet on my phone and oh, I could look yeah, at that. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, so a picture of a toilet with uh, Niagara Falls in the background. Right. Or a man going over Niagara Falls in a toilet. Um, yeah. So that that was difficult for me to do. I was 15 at the time, too. Oh, you know what else you could put on your desktop is uh, that that photograph of all the naked ladies uh, sitting on that beam of a skyscraper that's being constructed. Oh, and they're eating sandwiches. They're eating sandwiches off of each other's breasts. Uh-huh. That's classy because it's art. Yeah. I mean, you'll see that like you'll see that in a life magazine mm-hmm. yeah oh anything by national Ge- geographic oh magazine, sure right just right. Put that yeah like there. women with like four foot tube boobs mm-hmm. and like a guy with like wearing a hey, gourd man. on his dick <laughs> yeah I, I don't scoff at that stuff that's real uh i remember getting in trouble i got kicked under the table once <laughs> for having a conversation <laughs> So this, like this girl that I was dating, I think she's a, she's an advice hot dog listener actually. Uh-huh. So maybe she'll remember this story. We went and so we were at I would her, like to know her feedback on this story. After we, you tell we were me. at her stepdad's house, and he was he was an older guy and very like sort of prim and proper. And he showed me this picture in a National Geographic of these tribesmen who w- wore no clothing except these gourds mm-hmm. on their dicks that then was tied into a belt or something. Yeah, right? and. And and I made the joke. I'm like, wow, I wonder how much of their time they have to spend like hunting around for exactly the right size gourd for that. Which I then like I wait, kicked, wait, wait, wait. And then I, I got kicked under the table for like, whoa, too far, buddy. You made a super inappropriate joke. And I was like, this guy just like basically showed me some pictures of some dicks. Well, and like me, me I, actually thinking about what it would be like to live in this culture is somehow an inappropriate response. I thought the story was that uh, he showed you those pictures and then sh- uh, commented on how shitty their houses were and their culture was. And then your response was, well, they're probably spending all their time looking for the gourd that'll fit on their dick. I probably but I don't think I probably you didn't said say dick. dick. I think you said penis. Huh. Which for, for some people, that's more offensive than saying dick. 
You think? Yeah. To, it, like, it, it makes it real. Like, the, oh, man, scientific term. Don't say penis. <laughs> yeah, you're pretending to be a doctor. That's against the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pretty man. pretentious. Uh, Roy. <laughs> yeah, we should probably... We should probably, we should wrap, probably this, this. wrap this garbage up. Uh, thank, how do you, we, thank you for still listening. How do we end the show? I think you just press the off button. We have ads plugs. Do uh, we don't have plugs? any ads plugs for this week. Do you have any ads plugs? No, I don't. Uh, if somebody wanted to send us a question, how would they do it, right? Uh, they could go to advicehotdog.com, and there they would uh, see a post for all of our shows that they can listen to for free, or uh, they can go to iTunes if they prefer that. And then there would be links to all of the ways that you can get in uh, in charge of us, in touch with us, which is uh, facebook.com slash advicehotdog. You can send us questions that way or through Twitter, which is at AdviceHotDog, or through Gmail, which is AdviceHotDog at gmail.com, or give us a call, 769-218-9225. I'm waiting for people to uh, call us on their uh, movie reviews. One minute, under one minute, please. Again, one minute synopsis of Step Up Revolutions. Or uh, Total Recall. No. I want to know. I don't. Well, I'm I haven't seen it. it. I'm going to go see it. I don't oh, want Oh, then spoilers. you're going to tell me. No. Fuck you, Oh, man. you're not going to tell me. Okay, well, you, you, you can call me <laughs> and leave me a message at the same number. Uh, just say it's to Roy. Yeah, say to Roy, Zach, <laughs> plug your ears and hum. Or uh, you can send us a postcard, Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. And now we do... Are you ready for a stinger? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alan sends the stinger. Strawberries or raspberries? Hmm. I think... um, You know, I I think I would probably say strawberries because I I think uh, raspberries think they're they're all that, and they're not. I remember a doctor telling... uh, A doctor friend of Kevin's uh, telling him that every day you should eat an entire tub of raspberries. Uh, because it is an entire daily allotment of uh, fiber, and uh-huh. also it's awesome because it's a, an entire tub of raspberries. <laughs> How big is this tub? Well, you know, it's like when you buy raspberries, it comes like in a, a container. With, yeah, a container that, that contains maybe I don't know twenty five raspberries. You know, Kevin does eat a lot of raspberries. Is it because of this advice? I think so. Yeah, huh? Because yeah. it's awesome, or because of the fiber? Because he you eats can a lot eat. Of- fiber you can get a lot ways. of other kinds of fiber yeah you can just eat like a whole bunch of uh artichoke hearts what you do is you have somebody fiber? else chew up celery so that all that's left is the strings oh, and then yeah. you just swallow, just swallow them. yeah it's just like it's like swallowing a, it's like swallowing mm-hmm. a ball of twine mm-hmm. it's like oh what like to trick a cat <laughs> it's chasing the ball around and then you're like oh where to go uh-huh it's pretty oh I, I see not not trick a cat with you say it's twine, but it's really Oh, celery. yeah, I'm really just eating chewed up celery. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, joke's on you. Have fun. All right, I've been Zach. I've been Roy, and this has been Advice Hot Dog. <laughs>